starts in three. You know what makes women stupid is college. Jesus was not a bartender. Hi, man. Two. You have lost your mind. Long tongue heifers have given me a lot more trouble than heifers wearing breeches. And you know that. Say amen right there. One. Let me tell you something, bozo. They'll be selling frosties in hell for this boy of Patona Sucked my thumb till I was 14 years of age. Hi, man. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Recovering <laughs> Fundamentalist podcast. We're your hosts, Brian Edwards, Nathan Cravat. I'm JC Groves. We're live on YouTube. We're this live, is a first. Fellas. We've never done this, boys. It just popped up that we're live on YouTube. I'm going to go share this there thing it is. with everybody. This is a little bit what scary. We- is anybody else scared? I'm scared. Yeah, yeah. I think we have reason to be afraid. You know, because think about all the people who have made cracks about all the editing we do. And tonight we're either going to prove that true or we're going to prove that to be a lie. Oh, man. We We even have live chat, guys. This is crazy. Oh, boy. (laughs) So people can ask questions. That would be cool. I'm absolutely terrified right now. And now we're going to get to see who breathes in the microphone because everybody blames me for doing that. But Hey, by the I'm way, while we're waiting you. for people to jump on, JC, I just want to point out <laughs> that you always talk about my age, but this weekend the man who won the PGA is exactly my age. So think yeah, about baby. it. Men my Lefty age are baby. winners, brother. We're still young. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I yes, like you it. are. Young at heart. We had a Sunday school <laughs> class named that. <laughs> young young at heart. Young again. I don't know the password. I'm going to go share this on. Hey, all right. While I'm doing this, while I'm sharing the password with everybody, here's what I want. I want to know some stuff from you guys. I want to know what was your first job. What was my Brian? first Ooh. job? You want me to go first? Yeah, yeah, you go. Right. What was your first job? Is singing really a job? I don't know. My first job was was singing and sleeping in hotels and eating dinner at Waffle House at midnight and sleeping till 11 a.m. and getting ready to do it all over again. That was my (laughs) first job. That was your first job. All right. I'm sharing this, guys. This This is crazy. I'm sharing it to our Facebook group. Nate, what was your first job? So my first job technically would have been bailing hay. Uh, because okay. I worked, uh, we, I lived at the boys' home, and they all, the farmers always came and got boys from the home and paid us as little as possible and worked us as hard as possible. So I did that, <laughs> but my first real job, what I would have counted like a real job, was a car wash. So car I worked wash. at yeah. a car wash one summer, and dude, <laughs> talk about working yourself to the bone in the hot summer heat. That was, that was awesome. Yeah. My first job, I actually had two around the same time. I was a funeral singer. I worked down at Wilson's Funeral Home, and they'd pay me like $25 to $50 an hour, and I would sing at funerals. Like for people that showed up, Mary Jo would, would be back there playing the piano, and I'd sing, no way. I come to the garden alone. I mean, it was hilarious, but yeah. And then <laughs> hey, the other thing. you don't know this. You don't know this, but David Wilson is a dear, dear friend of mine. His dad, is he really? Leroy, and his mom, Glenda, own the funeral home, and David uh, is one of the owners now. But, yeah, they are That's very, cool. very good friends of ours. Hey, well, that by was my the first way, job. And, and let me tell you the other part. Go ahead, Brian. This is an opportunity for <laughs> a new movie because they made a movie, The Wedding Singer. 
Now you can yeah. be the, the funeral, funeral singer. singer. The funeral. <laughs> it's like part two, the sequel. Exactly. <laughs> That's hilarious. The other part of that, this was my favorite job. I've always loved like airplanes and stuff like that. I worked down at the Chattanooga Airport at the Crystal Aviation, and I would Ooh. watch Nelson Bowers king airs and man it was incredible i'd start on thursday i'd clean it but you couldn't use pressure washer i had to use windex and washcloths to wash his entire king air 3000 or 300 i don't know what it was but it was a great job i sit in the <laughs> hangar the blue angels would fly by i loved it that was my job so that's all awesome right. all right here. hey mark lowry is in the chat chat guys hey mark what lowry. is up lowry, lowry, buddy. what's up buddy let's see who else we got in here we got mark we got alisa we got kate we got mark all the way from out yonder this is awesome we got 24 people watching this is this is terrifying guys but i love it it's great. <laughs> <laughs> here's another question for you what is one animal that you could knock out with one punch Okay, you, I, there was a little echo for you. <laughs> I think Brian that I could probably knock out. Okay, I was gonna say a goat, but <laughs> but this week, but this week, I saw in person a llama, and they've got that weird looking head and that really long neck. And so I think if I could get just the right hook and I could get that long old neck to whip. I think I could lock, knock out a llama. You ever been spat on? Spat, King James word. You ever been spit <laughs> on by a llama? <laughs> JC, when have you been close enough to a llama? So we went to some petting zoo, some Christmas thing, somewhere in Georgia, <laughs> Christmas time, and this llama walked right up and spit right on me. I well, was like, what is this? Well, see, I said I saw a llama. I didn't say I wanted to have a personal relationship with it. But... Yeah. So no, I've never been, I've never been right. spat upon by a llama. So, so Brian can knock out a spatting llama. All right, Nate, what about you? One punch. That's that's okay, all you get, dude. I'm I'm gonna have to say I think I can take a kangaroo because I saw the oh, video of the dude. That's exactly in, right. In Australia, that went out there and boxed this kangaroo. That guy's my favorite guy in the history of guys. Like all time favorite man on the planet is that dude, whoever he is. Did you see why he did it, though? Because the kangaroo had his dog in a headlock. Yeah, it was and killing he his dog. Just, boom, one punch right to the head. He did you see up. the biceps on that yeah. on that kangaroo? Dude. That's crazy. Yeah. It's got a little guessing, but have you ever seen Ozzy Man do commentary of that video? You need to no, Google but I Ozzy. love the disclaimer there. So <laughs> yeah, it, it has a lot of cussing. You need to watch Ozzy Man doing the commentary of that video. It's hilarious. Well, I don't know what I'd knock out now because I was going to say the kangaroo. Um, we didn't talk about this beforehand, obviously. Sorry, uh, man. Let's see. Sorry. No, you're good. Uh, I think like uh, like uh, Kate Ritchie said on here. I think I could knock out a miniature horse. <laughs> she <laughs> says she has a miniature horse on there. <laughs> Listen, I saw a video the other day. I got stuck in this weird YouTube vortex and I could not stop watching these videos ask my wife i'll lay in bed and just start watching youtube videos but there is a show or, or a youtube channel that they have horses and then they have two miniature horses and one of the miniature horses is in love with this big massive horse and when they let it oh, out the man. Pen, that horse that horse will scream as it's chasing after this big horse and i was like man <laughs> i just punched that horse right in that little mini horse right in the face i think i could do that you know brian uh, Brian has a uh, background with miniature horses. He was riding one. Man, he thought he was going to die. That thing was bucking him all over. Thank God the manager of Walmart came out and unplugged it real quick. 
hey, JC, I'm glad yes, you, I'm glad you said that. Yes, I just used the George Yachts joke on the podcast right there. Well, here's my question. Did you? Did I tell you about the dream I had about you the other night? You, no, you had a yeah. dream about wow. me? I did. I dreamed that me and you were riding <laughs> in this car together. We were going through the mountains, and we were having the best time in the curves. And all at once, you lost control. We wrecked, and we both died at the same time. And we were walking all of our on, on our way up to heaven. We're gonna have to walk all the way, and and the gate got in sight, and I got tired. And Nathan J C, being the sweetheart that he is, he said, "Brian, you just get on my back, and I'm gonna carry you the rest of the way." Well, we finally reached the pearly gate, and when we did, Peter swung it open. He said, "Brian Edwards." It is so good to see you. Tie your jackass out there anywhere and come on in. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love it. That's a Jim. Like hey, that's a Jim Hamill joke. Yeah, it is. Yeah, hey, it is. I got another George. Brian, one I think that's my favorite joke you've ever told, that, dude. I love it. That's that might one. be the funniest thing you've ever said, except for my hair went all the way down my back to my butt crack or something like that. No, I said my you hairline said like made that. a beeline for my butt. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. Uh, uh, so, so I turned 38 tomorrow, and I thought my hearing was kind of going away. And I went to the doctor, and I was like, Doc, something is not right. My wife's hearing is going away. And he's, he said, here's what you do. You stand on one side of the room. You ask her a question. If she doesn't answer, you scoot a little bit closer. You ask her a question. If she doesn't hear you, scoot a little bit closer. So I got home, walked in. I said, dinner about ready, hon? Didn't hear anything. Got to the middle of the kitchen. I was like, dinner about ready, hon? Still didn't hear anything. Got right behind her. I said, hey, dinner about ready, hon? She swung around, said, for the third time, yes. <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> yeah that my wife a, doesn't know uh, my, my wife came in the other day and said babe we got water in the carburetor i said carburetor you don't know the carburetor from the steering wheel where's the car she said in the swimming pool <laughs> listen listen i have every george yance joke memorized in my brain mark larry how many times have you heard george yance tell those jokes come on that's oh, hilarious man. Well, you know, I'm wow. I'm trying to laugh and be in good spirits, but uh, today I drove through the state of West Virginia, and I don't know if you heard about the tragedy <sighs> or not. Um, it really just broke my heart. The governor's mansion burned down. It's still there. <laughs> no, it, no, no. The governor's mansion burned down. Burned all the way to the axles. <laughs> <laughs> We're live. Oh, we do we have any listeners? Out. <laughs> we have any listeners oh. in West Virginia? We're going to hear from them. Hey, no, it was oh, a West man. Virginia pastor that told me that. <laughs> oh, Katie said, I thought Brian was the dad joke. Oh, man, this is incredible. This is too cool. Oh, somebody said, yo, guys, I'm watching on Roku. <laughs> there you go, Check Phil Kidd. Awesome. Check that, Phil. Nathaniel Beasley. <laughs> hey, this is my water. I'm down in it. All right, I can't look at the chat because I'm already distracted. Brian, you have been in the car for, for real? a long, long time today. What What have you been doing this weekend? You've been getting some speaking engagements, man. Tell us about your weekend. Yeah, you know what? It was absolutely amazing. Um, I was This morning before daylight, I was one hour from the Canadian border all the way up in Michigan and got in the car and only stopped a couple of times to grab a bite to eat, get, get fuel, and go to the restroom. And I just pulled in the driveway just a little bit ago. So I've been in a car today for over 13 hours, probably getting close mm. to 14 hours in a car today. And um, But it was worth it. Let me tell you why, guys. You know, whenever I meet a recovering fundamentalist that made the journey 
and is now thriving, not not as a recovering mm. fundamentalist, but thriving just in ministry as as a follower of Jesus and a preacher of the gospel <laughs> and a preacher of the word. And this weekend, I had the chance to hang out with Pastor Josh and the uh, the entire pastoral staff at the River Church uh, there in Michigan, and they are doing an absolutely incredible work. Now they're having several thousand people a weekend across multiple locations it's awesome to, to see their pastors get together and and uh, just serve jesus together and the way they get along it's obvious <coughs> that their heart and their passions for jesus christ and then last night check this out i had the chance to speak at their men's event there was over 600 men in that room awesome and, uh, wow it was absolutely amazing hey true story they JC last night, Pastor Josh reminded me of you. They did this. Um, they did this game called the Wheel of Unfortunate, <laughs> and you would spin the wheel, and all the pastors had to be involved in this game. And whatever it landed on, you had to to do this very thing that would be gross. It would be unfortunate. Well, the thing that landed on on the pastor was this: he was going to have to drink Coca Cola out of a boot. Now, but, but what they didn't tell him was they got the boot from their community storehouse. So they mm -mm. didn't even know whose feet had been in this boot. <laughs> mm -mm. This oh, thing no. was old and nasty, but check it out. Nope. So I'm back there. You, you guys know me how weak in the stomach I am. So I'm back there heaving and gagging, just watching him getting ready to do it. <laughs> check this out, JC. He put the Coke in the boot, turned it up and started drinking and stopped and made this hideous face and reached in his mouth and started pulling hair out of his mouth where uh, old hair uh, was in that boot. And I'm telling you no. what, guys, I almost lost it. I wouldn't do that for a men's event. It wouldn't matter how many men were going to show up. You just have to watch nah. a Billy Graham crusade or something. You're not going to get the gospel <laughs> from me. I don't do feet, oh, man. man. I, I was flying to Texas a couple years ago, and I looked down next to the lady I was, I was on. I leaned forward and looked down, and she had those corn corn chip toenails they were kind of curling over i thought i was gonna lose it i was like oh heck no i don't i don't do feet i don't do feet larry brown i don't know how that guy massages each toe and kisses the end Ugh, i can't do feet no no oh my gosh well anyway oh, so let man. me get back to something good here now that you've told that story. please by the way you make the it slight well, JC, you meant the flight. Everybody's like, I just about puked. <laughs> well, listen, I'm trying to help you. You meant the flight you were on. If you go back and listen to how you just misspoke, you'll appreciate that I pointed that What'd out. What I say? What I say? You said the lady I was on. Oh, God. <laughs> you really did. We, we so, can't edit this, guys. No. So Bill I'm Reed's just going to have man. fun with that one. I'm just letting oh. everybody know that you were on a flight. I was but, on a flight. Yes. So anyway, um, the great news was, I had a chance to preach the word and saw this ministry thriving. And so I just want to say this to every single person who's listening. So many of you ask, can I leave fundamentalism and still make it? Can I leave fundamentalism and still be in ministry? Can I leave <coughs> fundamentalism and still thrive? Hey, the good news is all the pastors at the River Church are a huge exclamation point behind the word yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you awesome. can. Guys, also you know met some awesome RFP right fans there, man. That's awesome. We have, we have people who are listening in Michigan who are loving it. They were great guys. And uh, hey, that was really speaking encouraging. Speaking of Michigan, we've got yep. IFB Sasquatch on Twitter. 
<clears throat> has reached out. I think Nate and I have been talking to him. There's a ton of folks up in the Detroit area, and they're doing an RFP meetup and getting together and kind of going to start. That's what we're about is the community, and these guys are getting together and starting their community. I know Daniel Wynn has talked about doing that down in Texas. Uh, we've had some folks out on the West Coast that are like, hey, that's what we want. Listen, <clears throat> the RFP fam is not us three. The RFP fam is all of us. It's the 50-plus people that are on the chat. In fact, IFB Sermon Clips is in the chat right now. Yeah, this is proof. the legend. I was looking at that. Us. None of us Two are doing legends. it right now. Two legends. Who are you paying to do this for you, Brian? <laughs> Man, hey, it's, just, <laughs> it's just the way I roll. Oh, my He's got gosh. Jonathan Wright in the other room doing, running his account. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> we got some speaking engagements coming up. I know, Nate, you're, doing a, you're actually preaching at a revival this summer, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I've got a revival here in South Carolina. I'll be talking more about that as we get a little bit closer to that. That's in September. Awesome. And as part of the RFP fam, that's going to be amazing. A couple other events, too. So, Good things going That's on, cool. man. What about you, I'm Jesse? Headed, I'm headed up to Scroon Lake, New York. Ooh. So 21 years ago, I was a boat driver at Word of Life Island in Scroon Lake, New York. And I'm telling y'all, Word of Life, I don't know if you've looked them up lately. It is almost a totally different place up there now. And uh, Tommy Seawall is over the island, and he reached out and asked if I'd come back. I remember 21 years ago as a, as a kid, literally, I was getting ready to start my freshman year in college, and I was like, God, I would love to come back here and preach someday. And here we are this summer. I get to fly up there the week of fourth of july and preach in screwing lake new york so if you have a youth group awesome. and you're looking for a summer camp this summer and you're in the north region man we'd love to have you go to word of life island and uh, register to come and be with us at camp i'm fired up about that it's gonna be hey, good it's a small world jc do you realize when i was in high school i lost a girlfriend to that summer camp wow really never let your girlfriend go to summer camp and get a summer camp job because she found a boyfriend within two or three weeks but the good news was i found somebody else that summer too so we kind of had that phone conversation where we were like yeah i think i might be talking to someone i think i might be talking to someone too but every time i hear about that camp i'm like yep change the direction of my life praise the lord it did because you know i, I met carrie what was her name? <laughs> I'm not going to say. Hey, Maybe true story, guys. <laughs> true story. One of the worst, one of the worst whippings I ever got was when I was a teenager. It was we were singing at a youth camp where my dad was preaching, and a lady went and told my dad that, uh, that they saw me kissing a girl, <laughs> and that I was being a bad influence on all the other teenagers, and that my dad needed to deal with me. So I didn't know what was going on, didn't know why I was getting a whipping, but I got a whipping. And you know who I actually kissed? My 12-year-old first cousin went to the camp with us, and I was walking her back to her room, and I, she gave me a hug, and I kissed her on the cheek before she went to her room. So girls in youth camp make, make me, you know, I kind of start twitching and jittering because I, I still go back to that, the good old days. <laughs> Good old Man. days. You you just made fun of West Virginia, and then you dropped that story. <laughs> Come on, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Kissed his cousin. <laughs> yep. Oh, oh, man. Goodness. Hey, 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 to pick on Brian just a little bit more, you know he picked the one animal that he thought he could knock out that actually just passes out when you walk up to it, a goat. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that's the easiest one in the world yeah. to knock uh, out, Brian. Come I on, didn't man. Think of that. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Hey, and you know what? You that's about it. where I am at this point in life. So <laughs> there you go. Hey, here's oh, what's man. funny, Nathan. I would walk up to the goat, and we would both pass out. <laughs> but that's <laughs> 
That's where I am. Oh, goodness. Hey, hey we, I can get we don't lost go on in- YouTube streaming those fanning goat videos. Those, those are awesome, screaming by goats. the way. I love screaming goats. Have you ah! seen the screaming goats are awesome, too. <laughs> Especially ta- when you mix it with a Taylor Swift song. That's dude, you keep taking the words Come out of my on, mouth. Yes. Gosh. When she's like when she's singing trouble and I'm ah, they're to, oh, I love it. I love it. love it. Y'all go to soft, y'all go to baseball games together. Y'all finish oh, each other's do. stories and sentences. Like the yes, RFP we do. thing is making y'all like onesies. Listen, we, me and we have been best friends for a long time. RFP is just making us one. That's what it is. <laughs> we can't edit this out either. So here we go. Listen, me and Nathan just went to the best Braves game I have ever Dude. been to in my yes. life. Yes. There's no that such was, thing wow. as a We had our own game. home run derby. <clears throat> it was incredible. Every, every hit that they did, the crowd thought it was going to be a home run. They set MLB history, seven home runs and two grand slams. It was over 2,700 feet of home runs. That's like a half a mile worth of home runs. You they know were what? freaking on fire. It was incredible. Fire. You know what's amazing about, about baseball? This morning uh, before I left Michigan, I watched the first inning of a game, got home over 13 hours later and turned on the television, and they were finally in the seventh inning. <laughs> <laughs> hey, somebody hey, just said there was I, only I, one inning. Go ahead, JC. Go ahead. There was only one second. inning that we did not <laughs> score. I just had to throw that out there. The Braves scored every other inning, all except for one. Go ahead, JC. Yeah, they did. This delay is killing me. <laughs> I have yes, it clips. is. Just said, has anybody noticed that Nathan is surrounded by a hedge of protection? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> that just shows that your Mother's Day photo booth is still set up. <laughs> what did oh, you man. do? Did you nail greenery to the wall? No, this is a professional photo booth. Chad Gamble don't play, man. When he sets up photo booths for the church, you just need to go on the church Facebook site. They are awesome. So this is had still on the wall. I thought you had some drunks come and lay carpet, and they got confused about the floor and the wall. <laughs> no, man, this is a, this is an official Ivy wall. It's it's amazing. There it is. There it is. Brian's back. We're good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we don't want to go any further in this episode without thanking Free Life Soap. You can check them out today by going to recoveringfundamentalist.org. Click on the promo tab, Free Life Soap. Use your promo code RFP and get 20% off of your order when you do that. Have y'all gotten your shipment in yet? I haven't. Ms. If I McCribbin, have, my wife hasn't told me about it, which is well, entirely possible. She texted me and said that it's on the way, and she's sending me extra of the coastal because it's Ooh. my absolute favorite. And because smells you're like the ocean. So, but here's the thing: I met a guy in Michigan who not only listens to the RFP. By the way, he was recently a fundamentalist pastor, saw all the faults and the flaws, and made the exit, made a clean <clears> break. <throat> it was <throat> so awesome to talk to him. Man, that guy had so much joy about him. But guess what? He is now a user of Free Life Soap. Come on. Woo! Yeah. Come on, like yeah. Life-changing for him. I need to reach out to Miss McCribbin and see if she's had any uh, any orders from Bill or you know any of these guys <laughs> that, that knock it. Because you know they're like, man, this stuff must be really amazing. Let's try it. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hey, Brian, <clears throat> did you know that at the Braves game we had multiple RFP fam there that we got to connect with? How cool is that? Yeah, we I didn't tell anybody that. we were going. Well, you know, the other day, uh, my wife and I went to the, the Ark Encounter. Have you heard about the Ark Encounter in Kentucky? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've heard about yep. it. And uh, I, told, I told my wife on the way, I said, um, you know, 
probably should have wore my RFP T-shirt and advertised a little bit around all these Christians. And then when we got there and I saw how many cool lot dress wears there were, I was glad I didn't wear the T-shirt because I probably would have gotten attacked. <laughs> I was like, man, it was oh, for my own good that I didn't wear it. We went all the way up to the uh, fourth section 428 to see one of our buddies that's going to be on an episode here in a couple of weeks with us. Actually, we've never met in person, uh, but he he was uh, he said it's just not working out too well with my son. They went and walked all over. He's I think it was seventh inning. He finally texted, "We're just going to leave. I hope the game's great." I was like, "Dude, <laughs> well, you just missed the best game ever." I was at the Supreme oh. Slide game, and he skipped out on this one. This Listen, was, it's hard for a kid to sit for 12 and a half hours. I did it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what time did you get home, JC? I got home at like 1.30. Dude. All right. So me and Andrew Wiggins. Y'all have seen Andrew Wiggins if you're in the RFP group page. He's the one that redid the Garth Brooks song. We left. We stayed and watched the fireworks after the game in McDonough, Georgia. We sat in traffic about an hour. I pulled into my parking, my parking lot, my driveway at 3.57 a.m. Wow. wow. Ever since we Dude. moved to South Georgia, man, we used to be able to make it to the Braves game in like an hour and 15 minutes, and now it takes four and a half hours to get there, but it's all yeah. good. It's all good. Hey, speaking of traveling, we've got two exciting days coming up that I'm fired up yes, about. Yes, we do. We have our RFP meetups that are coming up that we're going to be able to be at and meet a bunch of our fans, uh, friends, not fans, friends that are in the chat uh, right now, those that are watching on the RFP fam page, those that are on Twitter, um, this is just going to be an opportunity for us to put faces with names. And as somebody just said, I love seeing the facial expressions. We want to see your facial expressions, all right? We want to see your face. <laughs> we don't want to just see your face and what you tweet and things like that. And so we've got two of them that are coming up. One's going to be right here in Statesboro, Georgia. i got to travel a long way for that one. Um, it's going to be right here in Statesboro, Georgia. We've actually had to switch the location. But it's for the better. Um, so, oh, yeah. you know, we were going to do the one here at my church, but they've double booked on us. <laughs> I got the boot. Imagine that. Um, and so we're going down to uh, the TM, <laughs> TMT or TMN Farms. I don't know what it is, but this actually, it's actually a pretty cool place. I mean, we've got a pavilion that we're going to be able to eat at. We've got the food being catered in. Right across the driveway, there's a little chapel that'll seat about 100 people. Oh, and yeah. uh, we're, it's called the Church in the Wildwood. So we're going to sing that. Yes. Church, church, church in the Wildwood. <laughs> in the Dale. What is in the Dale? Oh, Isn't I, don't, that, I, I think a Dale I don't must know. have been like a green meadow. No, a Dale is hello from the other side. That's a Dale. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Bless, <laughs> bless him, Lord. Oh, man. We, bless him, Lord. I can't edit. Okay. It's a squirrel <laughs> moment. Um, but we're going to be doing that. And here's what I'm excited about at this meetup is that the uh, the Wiggins and the Van Gillers, they're going to lead us in some singing. Um, I think we've got somebody coming and going to kind of do a, a word for us. Nate, you want to talk about that? I'm sorry. I was reading the comments. What did you just say, JC? <laughs> A special, a special. I was talking about the meetup, and we got the Wiggins and Van Gillers going to come sing, and then you want to talk about the speaker, like who's yes. going to be coming in and, and Chad talking. Gamble is coming to give us a charge. He's going to uh, speak to the RFP fam. It is going awesome. to be 
incredible. I get the privilege of hearing Chad Gamble preach almost every Sunday, but you guys do not want to meet this. He's a he's RFP fam. He and he and Brittany. Now their daughter has a, a, I think a birthday party the day before, so I'm not sure if she's going to be there. Brittany, a little pressure on you. I hope you can make it. But if not, we're real excited about Chad being there, and my wife's going to be there. My girls are probably going to be there, so it's going to be awesome. I'm excited about the fire pit. You you FaceTimed me when you were out there walking around. I'm looking forward to hanging out afterwards at the fire pit. That's going to be awesome. Because nothing says awesome like a South Georgia fire pit in the middle of June. Come on, baby. <laughs> we're going to hey, burn you'll it. You'll need to do an we're invitation gonna, after We ain't going that. to hell, but bless God, we're going to be close <laughs> to it. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, JC, hey, I got an do idea. Have, hey, do y'all have gnats in Anderson? No. In, Not in, yet. In your area, you have buzzard gnats. Dude, these yeah, gnats yeah. are blood-sucking gnats. They will go in your nose. In your, I hate and people those told things. me we, they said we live below the gnat line, and I've not experienced it until it's like they all just came out today, dude. You drive down the road, and it's just gnats everywhere. We got a restaurant here called Gnats. <laughs> I like to call them Gnats because it's G N A. Gnats. Yep. Gnats. Yep, yep. Sorry. What are we talking about right now? That's um, that's a that's uh, off of Veggie Tales. He always says Gnats. I. I always do that, and people veggie are like, tales, it's, the G is silent. Tales, <laughs> yeah, veggie I, tales, veggie <laughs> tales. All right, tell the truth. Thank you, Brian. When your kids celery. were watching VeggieTales, did you watch Yes or No? Tell the truth. Hey, yes, we watched of course it I this watched. week. Hold, we watched hold it, hold it this it. week. JC. Another lonely day. I got a video <laughs> that I got to show you guys of my boy. When we moved back to Chattanooga from Utah, Caden, he was sitting in our room. He goes, another lonely day in a crowded town. Oh, yeah. And it's the greatest video ever. I watch it all the time. Oh, it makes me tear up because he's right, growing so up. I, I got to ask you a question. You, you started asking questions a moment ago, so I get to ask a question. What is your favorite VeggieTales song of all times? No hair for my hairbrush. Oh, where is my hairbrush? Mine is the Captain I, I Crunch don't. pirate song. Sing a little bit. You got to give us a, a little bit of it. The Pirates Who Don't Do Anything. Yeah. That's that's the awesomest song ever. I love it. All right. See, and I really love the Daniel song. That no. one that one is really good. The bunny? Okay. Veggie no. tells us a little too liberal. Okay, but yeah, hold on. Yeah, it is. We got to go with Patch the Pirate. Have you seen a wiggle worm <laughs> smaller than a tiny germ? Tiny germ. He's got I know a that great big too. appetite. I got to give you my favorite big. songs. Nobody cares. He eats more than what any. I'm kidding. Go on, bro. So, <laughs> so my two favorite VeggieTales songs of all times is Barbara, Manatee, Manatee, Manatee. Manatee. You are the one for me. All right. And well, then my other sure one. That's, not that's Lady good. Gaga? Yeah. No, my other one okay. is <laughs> You're my cheeseburger. My, my only cheeseburger. Yeah. I love for you. Yeah, that's a yeah. great song. That really awesome. yeah, Nathaniel Beasley me. just said the Daniel song is actually the Oh no, what you gonna do? The king likes Daniel more than me and you. Oh no, yeah, I remember what that you one. gonna do? We gotta get him out of here. Boom, boom, boom. I love that one. That that song I is awesome. By the way, are y'all are y'all like watching the live stream? I don't yeah, even think crazy. we need to be on here. They're like having their own party over here without us. This is it's, this is incredible. It's Brian's advisor sitting across from him. IFB preacher clips keeping the conversation their going. Their content is better than our content. <laughs> well, listen, <laughs> the comments I'm just gonna... are better. Hey, JC, listen. Well, 
Oh, there's my Go ahead, mom. Brian. Hey, I'm just going to tell you this real quick. If I knew IFB Preacher Clips, I would probably think he's one of the most awesome guys. I would probably think he has impeccable taste <laughs> for the right <laughs> preacher clips to choose. I would think that he is likely very intelligent and very kind, <laughs> and he cares enough about the church to do the church a service. If I he only just, knew this guy. Figmog just it's, said Bill Reeves does, Bill Reeves does not approve of you, this Brian. message. <laughs> this delay is killing hey, me. Um, hey, yeah. So your mom hey, just said we had to sing happy birthday to you. No, you don't have to. Yes, we you know, do. Right. Brian, are you ready? No, you don't have to. Right, There's a delay, but I don't know how this is going to work. Brian, Brian, you you need to lead it, and I'll try to jump in on some harmonies, but it's not going to okay. work. All right, here we go. You ready? Happy yes. birthday, birthday to you. you. Well, this Happy is horrible. Happy birthday, birthday to, to you. you. <laughs> Happy <laughs> Come on, keep singing. Oh, <laughs> I can't. Oh, it's happy so bad. birthday, dear JC. Dear JC. Uh, happy wow. birthday to you. you. I can't wait to hear what that somebody, sounds like so, without so the delay. Said, <laughs> I can tell you this. Somebody just said Brian's internet is as old as he is. <laughs> Hey, it's a good thing we're live, or I would say about that person what I really think. Uh, I've got I to love find that person. Who said that. Oh my goodness! Oh right. gosh, <laughs> that was Big Mog. Way to go! That's Man. awesome. Oh, oh my! Is my word. internet not working good? Because it seems like it's, it's working great. It is. I think it's <laughs> a delay for the live stream because we're live streaming it because we never have this problem. But Said it sounds like words are being censored in happy birthday. <laughs> oh, this is too good. Oh, My man. ADD hey, cannot JC. handle talking to you guys and looking at the chat at the same time. I know. Like, it's, it's awesome, but the, the comments are so good. But here's what I want to do. <laughs> let's take some questions from – let's let them ask us some questions just totally on the spot. You can ask a question – to it, all, all three of us or any yeah, one but, of the three of us? All right. So we'll, hey, hold we'll it, hold back. it, hold it. I have a question. How are you watching this live? I'm trying to figure this out, and I don't know how. <laughs> I'm not surprised you can't figure it out. I can't. Open, <laughs> open up YouTube on your phone and oh, go to YouTube. live chat. Oh, I, yeah, thought it was on, I thought it was on the RFP page. Okay. <sighs> Wheels are spinning, <laughs> but the hamster's dead. <laughs> um. Somebody Nate's says cutting. I'm cutting out a lot. Yep. Or doing a lot of cussing. Hey, I want to give Sam Jones a shout out. Sam, hope you're doing better. Hadn't checked on him in a while. He had back surgery a while back, but he actually is on the Southern Gospel Station here in town. And every once in a while, I'll click over there and I'll hear Sam Jones's voice. But there's somebody else I just saw in here, Gary. Uh, he's up in, uh, I can't say his last name, Michalski. Michalski? Michalski. Let's go with that. Yeah, he's up in Canada. And, uh, dude, they have been on quarantine for over a year. Hey, like, pastors, he are, the other day. pastors are being arrested up there. <clears throat> yeah, man. That's craziness up there. Bro, Gary, we're, we're praying for you, buddy, for sure. Hey, we, we, we JC, forgot a – What? Guess who I had lunch with last week? Oh, Sam man. Jones. Did you really? 
He lives in Anderson. Absolutely. Actually, I think That's he lives awesome. in Greenville, but yep. Yep. That's awesome. Hey, hold on hey. just a second. I have to declare that I am offended. Because yeah. What about now? Figmog just said Nathan equals AOL. Brian equals net zero. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even right. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, hey, all right. So we've talked about the meetup happening here in Statesboro on June the 4th. We got another one coming up August 26th, 27th, and 28th. It's a Thursday night, all day Friday, and then ends Saturday morning. Um, man, this is going to be up in Bourbon, Missouri. And, uh, boys, I'm fired up about this. Tate Greer Music, Tate Greer Music, who's in the chat, uh, surprise, Tate. You're going to be doing some music for us. What's and, up, uh, Tate? Yeah, Dudley Dudley volunteered you, but Matt's going to be, be bringing some messages. We've got other podcasts that are on the RFP network that are going to be up there, and I was on the Four Freedom podcast last week. They're planning on doing a live episode up there. I know uh, RFWP is going to do one. I think Church Split. They need to come down and do one. I think that'd be pretty cool. Who else is on there that we I need to get up there? I couldn't even get Will to drive two hours. <laughs> He, he does have he does have a new baby, and so I'm gonna let him off the hook. Yeah, the, but Will, if you're bitter thing he said, I couldn't even get him to drive two hours. Yeah, <laughs> Will, Will, if you're listening to this, I have to be honest. I was thinking, yeah, if my name was Nathan Cravat, but but I still love you. Somebody said, would Brian Edwards wear a John Hamblin hat instead? <laughs> Dude, we need to order him one. Oh, we do. We'll send him an honorary doctorate, and we can get him to send us a hat. Yeah, I, I'll make a he, video of me filling it full of lighter fluid and lighten it up. Oh my gosh, <laughs> we're live. Uh, <laughs> oh, I know. Bourbon, Missouri. Bourbon, Missouri. Let's get back to that. This is going to be awesome. Um, we're putting together the plan. This is going to be three days, actually a day and a half of just being able to hang out. And, uh, you know, there's something about, like, going to church camp, about hanging out, like, just being around people. Like, that, that our time in Vegas at the Idea Summit, getting to hang out with so many of our friends, man, we just we felt so much closer. Like, the Ferraris, they're coming down here to Statesboro uh, towards the end of July and just hanging out wow. with us. Like, they're coming to vacation, and we met them in Vegas, and, you know, that's what this community is about. Life is not meant to be lived alone. It is so much better in the context of community. And this movement known as the RFP, man, we're creating community. And we've got little communities that are popping up all over the place. And so uh, I would love for you to do that. I see Philip in the chat. And it's something that we have just released out on the Recovering Fundamentalist podcast is a uh, uh, something we get all the time, guys, is like, hey, do you have a church that you would recommend in this city? Do you have a church that you would recommend in this city? And we don't, except we do now. And if it's not in your city, it's coming. And what I love, Philip and a bunch of these other guys have put together the church list of churches. They're going in, reading their websites, looking at them, approving them. If they are churches that would fit within the parameter, I guess you could say, of what the Recovering Fundamentalist podcast would approve of like p places we would send people to. And uh, man, I know this week we've heard already from three folks that found a church on that website and they went to that church this past weekend. And that that's exciting right there, boys. Yes, it is. Yeah, you know what I love about the RFP fam? <clears throat> it's about the gospel. Yeah. We, are, we are united by the gospel of Jesus Christ, because there are yeah. people in the RFP fam who represent being in a lot of different places spiritually. 
people who still hold different standards and people who have different convictions. We have people who still are just fresh out of fundamentalism and they still have a lot of those convictions and may have those convictions until they die. And, and if they do, to God be the glory. There are other people who've been out of fundamentalism for a long time and maybe their life and some of their freedoms would look completely different. But isn't it amazing that the gospel of Jesus Christ brings us together and we're not offended by the fact that some people um, are different than other people. We're just we're just brought together by the gospel. Yeah, yeah. I really felt this week like. Go ahead, Nate. Now, I was just going to say we have we have a bunch of conversations with people on all sorts of different topics. I had the opportunity to talk to a fellow that I will allow to remain anonymous, who uh, spoke to someone really close to him and his family this week, and. Um, really important conversation that didn't really even go that well but uh he was he was able to talk with me about it and try to give him some wise counsel and took him back to scripture multiple times but mm. the conversation i have more than any other are people asking me about changes that they're making and the advice i always give them is go back to god's word you you don't yeah. have to know how to navigate uh things on your own go to god's word and that's our standard. So these people that are out there, I know some of you are watching this, and Brian's in the background doing all sorts <laughs> trying to of figure crazy out what the things. heck he's doing. <laughs> so, so our haters hey, that Brian, are watching this, Brian, we are recording an episode, Brian. <laughs> what the heck? Hey, buddy, <laughs> he can't even hear back. us. What's up? Hey, we're live, by the way. I don't know if you forgot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I've been in a car for over 13 hours. <laughs> no, no, the truth is, I, I actually had to go get a tissue because, and Figmog is oh. after me. Like I don't, I don't even get it. I hey. <laughs> what have I ever done to you? <laughs> Man. Hey, hey, one more crack. It's going to be funny when I, when I accidentally blurt out who you are. Oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, never oh, mess goodness. with the guy with the microphone. Oh, man. Hey, by I'm the way, let me tell you a great story. Can I tell you a great story real quick? Oh, go ahead, delay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can I tell you a story? 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 <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. Um, several years ago, talking about messing with the guy with the microphone, uh, we had a guy in the church uh, who was – really just trying to give me a lot of trouble and for some reason he just really set himself against me and we had this big special occasion and there was a massive crowd and he saw that as his opportunity and so he was actually dishonest and he went up and said uh i'm supposed to introduce pastor brian and so he went up and with the microphone in front of everybody he tried to slice and dice me the best he could but the audience just sat there in complete silence nobody laughed and uh so when I walked up and he was handing me the microphone, the guy didn't understand how microphones work. And so he said to me, what did you think about that? Well, when he said that, the whole audience heard him. Yeah, go ahead and talk on the phone, JC. I'm just over here telling you a story. It doesn't even matter. Just do whatever it is you're going to do. I'm listening, Brian. Keep going. Jerk. Keep going. So anyway, uh, so the guy hands me the microphone and he said, so what do you think about that? And so I said, well, you want to know what I think about that? Balaam had one, and apparently I have one, and now I know who that one is. <laughs> and, dude, the crowd lost it. So I just want to oh say to Fig Oh, my Mog, goodness. 
I'm not above using the power of the microphone. Power of the microphone. Sorry, you guys, just missed I a called... great story, JC. No, I heard it. I was telling Brian Townsend to get on. Where's he at? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's on a date. He's got a lady now. So Woo. Yep. that's it. What are we? What did you talk about? I heard. Was that the second jackass story you've told tonight? God is still no. doing miracles. Oh, okay. Brian has a date. God's still doing <laughs> miracles. He is. I told him that he should he should get married at one of our meetups. Yes. I'm sure she would think that's a great idea. Yeah, JC. <laughs> what a brilliant idea. I'd do it. Hey, something pretty pretty cool this week. Speaking of Brian's, um, so a couple years ago, I uh, had the opportunity to meet a dude named Brian Drake, uh, who is an illusionist. This dude was on tour with New Song with the Winter Jam tour, and uh, this guy is awesome. I, I, I asked Was he him, able to make on. New Song look young? Yeah, hang on a second. Brian Townsend, what's up? Click on the YouTube channel. What hey, is you up better tell Brian's him he's on speakerphone. To... You're on speakerphone on the podcast right now. Just go to the YouTube page, Recovering Fundamentalists. Click on the Be live right video. Back. Bye. All right. I guess I need to leave here in a minute. Anyhow, I'll tell you, Brian. Brian Drake um, is a pretty cool dude. He's an illusionist. And I was like, this guy has to be a homeschool graduate. And <laughs> you, Jack Wagon. <laughs> and uh, he, he loves the RFP. He's an illusionist. This guy is awesome. You need to go check him out. When we get done with this live, it's BrianDrake.com. No, sh just a shout out, not a sponsor, not whatever. I I hope he does all Christian stuff. I don't really know well, <laughs> what he's I can, doing. Up, I can say great this: guy. I I wish he would do the same thing for me because I wish I could have four people sing and sound like a choir. That would be absolutely awesome. Huh? Yeah, you said he toured with New Song. I'm just saying oh, he gosh, took four man. people and made them sound like a choir. That's a pretty amazing illusion. It took me a second to figure out. Arise, my love. I love it. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, guys, so let's talk about this a little bit because I think, I think there's some folks that think we're joking and we're not really serious about this. But this past week, we put out a picture that said, coming in 2022, the RFP camp meeting. And I think folks thought it was a joke. Like, I think a lot of people thought it was making fun of the IFB and camp meeting and things like that. We're serious. Like, this is legitimately happening. It's going to yeah. happen. It's going to be incredible. Hey, by the way, I love <laughs> that people are asking me questions on the YouTube channel as if I know how to comment back. <laughs> That's really answer. awesome. No, you, you, you talk. You answer their questions with your voice. Oh. You don't have to talk. Yeah. No, I was not Man, making I out. I was not making out with my phone. JC a few minutes ago was talking on his phone during my story. And so I was just doing to others uh. as they had done unto me. Uh, Jeff oh, Swar. Jeffy. Jeff Swar. Hey, bro. Appreciate you, man. Have a good night. Steven Gilbreth, listen, you want to speak of a hip-hop artist? That dude right there is dropping some sick beats, yo. Sheesh. Yes, he is. <laughs> no cap. No cap. I have no idea what I just said. Um, who's going to be preaching? That's a good question. So here's what we're doing. Yes. Um, this is what I love about being in the RFP right now. We just talk, come up with some ideas. Send it over to Justin Knight, and he makes it happen. Um, so Justin knows when I call him, and I'm like, hey, dude, we had an idea. He's like, all right, what are we doing now? 
But this was an idea the other day. We were talking with Dudley. We we're like, we need to do a camp meeting and do it like three nights. We've got some musicians, some singers that are being lined up. Hello, Ball Brothers, Joseph Habedek. Uh, there's some guys that are lining up. Shout out. Danny Goki. Um, there's some guys that are uh, lining up to come and sing. And then we thought, we got some good preachers in this RFP fam. Yeah. And uh, I think I think we need to do maybe three nights with two preachers a night. And let's let's – Let's, let's let's keep those a surprise. We're not going to oh, announce definitely, those yet. Definitely, definitely. I'm not going to talk definitely. about those. But By I the think, way, I, think... I talked to a guy last night who just shot ball basketball last week with Danny Goki. Well, you signed the Bible. Guy. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to say about this? Oh, uh, uh, crap! I have no idea what I was saying. Hey, getting back to what I was saying, we were going to let people ask questions, and then we just never did. So well, nobody we need to question. take some live questions. I think Brian a few Townsend's people did. in the chat, everybody. He said, can I preach at the camp meeting? My last name is Townsend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's boy. only only right. Oh, everybody, oh Aaron, Aaron Sparks said, oh, my gosh, Papa, you make this live worth watching. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Hey, Brian. listen, he shouldn't I'm talk sorry. about you like that. You're not that old, JC, just because it's you're a, having a birthday. Oh. It's a she. Um, okay. Pre preaching competition. There we go. No, we're not doing that. Oh, it's gonna be fun. I don't <laughs> oh, see a man. question. Do you? Do you see a question? Does anybody have a question for us? Oh, By the man. way, we need to do we need to do some cowbell sermons. Remember, you ring the cowbell and they run up and get ten minutes, and as soon oh, as their yeah. ten minutes is over, you ring the cowbell and somebody else. That's runs where up. preachers are called from the floor. Come on. Yeah. Hey, I got, I have a question for you two. What was the first sermon you ever preached? Do you remember it? Yes. I remember mine. I had like I two preached. pages of notes, and it took me seven minutes. <laughs> mine was six minutes. I surrendered to preach on a Thursday night. No, on a Tuesday night at camp meeting at Temple Baptist Church. Dr. Tim Lee, shout out, was preaching, and he uh I said, I'm supposed to do this. I went down and said, Doc, I'm supposed to be a pastor, this preacher, this is what I'm supposed to do. He said, if you can do anything else, do it. I said, all right. And then Ken Trivet got up and he said, all right, JC surrendered to preach. He's be preaching tomorrow night. I was like, what the heck? I didn't know what to do. And so Wednesday night at Temple Baptist Church, I think I was probably 14, 15, I preached out of Hebrews, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I preached he's unchanging in his love, his friendship, and his power to save. And then I was done. I prayed, and it was done. I really think it took like six minutes. <laughs> that was my first sermon. What was yours? Do you remember, Brian? Yeah, I do. Um, I, I know actually, you didn't Google it because that wasn't around back then. Yeah, it was actually – well, yeah. I mean, you know, I do this thing, JC, called studying. Uh, but <laughs> I just watched Judah Smith and copy his sermon. It, it was actually uh, – it was, it was on David and Goliath. And, yeah, there's nothing like – well, I'm not going to even go there. Um <laughs> It was on David and Goliath, and I actually said something completely wrong in the sermon, and an older pastor corrected me. My big point in the sermon was people with more experience who try to discourage people who have less experience. And Saul had been a man of war from his youth. How discouraging would that have been for David? But it was actually Goliath who had been a man of war from his youth. And so I, I had the wrong point for the main point uh, but and that's probably the only thing that guy noticed yeah i was ignorant i, I hope it's a little bit more exciting than that story um 
Well, JC, the natural man can't receive spiritual things, so hey, I'm man. not offended hey, that you didn't get it. Oh, man. Mate, do you remember Hey, somebody yours? ask us, uh, you know what? My first sermon was when I was five years old, and I remember oh. it was out of the Psalms. It was out of the Psalms, and that's all I remember. So, you, yes, you I will sign, sign your Bible. <laughs> yes, I do sign Bibles, so I don't, I don't mind yes, doing that. Do. But someone, hey. someone asked us, what, what Bible version we're using now? For me, I'm using the ESV. I'm doing my devotions out of that, my Bible reading, daily reading, and I preach out of the ESV. So, there you go. I do the New Living Translation. So, you're an NLT guy? No, NLT. Yeah, that's what I said. I thought you said NIV. Sorry. No, NLT. <laughs> um, I'm an ESV guy. Um, I love the ESV. Uh, I love the fact that the ESV um, is so thorough. It still reads to me like a Bible. And yet at the same time, it's, it's very relevant. I'm not sure there's a better translation out there, in my opinion. But <clears throat> at, on occasion, I do reference others. Because at times, you know, a verse may be a little clearer in another translation. I will tell you this. My wife got me a, a great Christmas present. Um, it's in the ESV. Um, it's Bibliotheca. I think that's how you say it. But it is yes. the Bible in lit literature form. And it's in the ESV. And that's what I read every day. Like, I mean, coming in and it, there's no chapter or verses. It's just the Bible in literature form. And it's in the ESV. And it is, it is a beautiful read for sure. Well, look, this is not a sponsor of ours, but I want everybody listening right now. If, if you want to saturate your life with God's word, there's this amazing app now. It's only $28 a year, I think, and it's called the Dwell app, D-W-E-L-L. -L. They have different people yes. reading the scripture, and they're playing music in the background, the ambient music. It helps me not only fall asleep if I'm, if I'm restless, but it keeps my mind from wondering. It's amazing mm -hmm. how much scripture I can listen to with yep. just that ambient music in the background. And there have been days, even recently, when I've listened to hours of God's word. I like to hear Felix. He's, I think he's from South Africa. Uh, I love to hear him read the Bible. And so I would recommend that everybody check out the Dwell app. It is incredible. Yeah. We actually fall asleep to that every night. I'll turn my uh, sleep timer on to like an hour and fall asleep. And the kids have started asking for it every night when we go to sleep. It's that's awesome. It's good stuff. Good stuff for sure. Yes. Mm. Wow. John asked if I was laying down on a putting green, and Brian, who wasn't <laughs> here at the beginning, neither of those guys were here at the beginning, asked if that was astroturf behind me. This is actually a professional backdrop. It's an ivy wall. So. Go look it up on Amazon. Somebody said, I'm so glad JC's mom is here. <laughs> my mom <laughs> said my first sermon was when I was five years old. I stood on the balcony and said, P-Pent, sinners, P-Pent. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember. I was there. John Hollyfield, ladies and gentlemen, from the Four Freedom Podcast. He is in the chat. Yes, he John is. John Hollyfield, how are you doing there? Hey, let's talk about our upcoming episodes that we've got coming up here in uh, what, what, Nate? JC Uvula is on the, the chat. Oh it's an actual gosh. account. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Listen, I went into Twitter today to look. There's JC Graves, JC Groves, JC Grooves, JC's Uvula. 
some random dude that's non-abortion that's yelling at my kid for loving the chosen, saying we're breaking the Ten Commandments. You got that Isaac freak up there that's sexualizing my children. I hate Twitter. It's all right. But guess who's back on Twitter? <laughs> IFB Sermon Clip. He man never went himself. away. And it's none of us. Yeah. Or is it? Or is it? <laughs> well, so guys, I'm gonna start let me ask you this a, real quick. I'm going to start in a non called JC's beard. <laughs> I see you, Stephen. That's funny. So we were talking I, a few minutes ago about about what Bible translations we use. What are you guys studying right now, or what have you studied recently that's really been speaking to your heart and life? What's something that's moved you? I'm a student mm. pastor. I don't really study. Yeah, me too, Brian. Why, why do you ask a question <laughs> like that? Here's what I've been studying. So we are in a season right now. Um, college ministry is over. Students is coming to an end, and we're going into our student ministry summer. But we sense a real uh, movement that is happening here in Statesboro. You know, my prayer seven, eight months ago when we got here is that God would just move in a real way, um, that we would see uh, – people come to salvation, that we would see lives restored, that we would see people just get into church and fall in love with Jesus. And uh, we're, we're taking this summer, and we are praying uh, for revival. We're praying. I don't want to read about it. I don't want it to be man-made, not an emotional thing, not something that you can sing and feel the power move or something that you can buy or any man-made movement. Like, we want to see God move. And I've been, I've been in uh, uh, Nehemiah, and reading about how, uh, you know, he cried over the, the city walls and how he was in a certain mm. place and how uh, his heart was broken, like when his brother came to him when he was serving there and how he cried over the walls. And I was like, man, when was the last time I cried over souls? Like, when was the last time I mm. literally cried over, you know, and, and had that brokenness for people in my city? And man, I'm, I'm here in a college town. Uh, we've got thousands. There's 26,000 plus students two miles away from mm. our church. And like, we're reaching three to 400, but it's like this little bitty number compared to what we really could be doing. And I'm like, what can we do to help them realize that, you know, getting wasted at a bar on Wednesday night or Thursday night where there's somebody that wants to just love them exactly how they are and their identity and their worth. And man, we're just praying for God to move. And like, I'm just very burdened over this city. You know, we've only been here eight months and just it's really become home and uh, we're just praying for God to move. We're, we're meeting on Wednesday nights. It's called the gathering and we're just praying for revival. Like this is like our Nehemiah time where we're just praying over those broken walls. But here's what you got to understand also about that is homeboy couldn't just pray about it and cry about it and have a burden for it. He had to put feet to his prayers and get to work. And he like goes and asks for favor to go and fix the walls. And he gets over there and he fixed the walls, you know, and I'm just like, so many times we say we're praying for something, we have a burden for something, but sometimes we got to get off our blessed assurance and do something, amen? I mean, we got to get to work, we got to do something about it, and, you know, just sitting around and praying is incredible, it's a powerful tool, but there's also times where we got to get out and we got to do something to it, and I'm not talking about yeah. the cheap way out where I handed somebody a piece of paper, I mean, like, building relationships, it's talking, it's, it's, it's doing work in the city, um, and yeah. uh, so that's, that's kind of where we're at, Brian. Good question. That's Dave, awesome. What about you? Yeah, I'm personally reading through the Psalms right now, and today I read five or six of the Psalms, but the one that really stood out was Psalm 51, where David was repenting of mm. his sin after Nathan, the prophet Nathan, came to him and confronted him in his sin and said, you are the man, put his finger in his chest and said, you're the man. 
And just reading through that, if you can read through that chapter without being convicted, something, something's wrong with you spiritually. You need to check up because I, I was just thinking through all the things in my life, all the areas of pride, all the areas of, of uh, whatever sin I may be struggling with. And there's a, there's a long list. Brian, I love your, your posts on Twitter, man, your tweets talking about all the sins that you struggle with. Because, I mean, that's legit. We all struggle with things, and people don't have to make up sins about us because we all have our own list. And yeah. if, you, if you know us at all, you, you know what those are. Just go ask my wife, my kids. They, they know what they are. And so reading through that, man, was just, it, it moved my heart this morning, and I've been thinking on that and meditating on that all day. And then this coming Sunday, I get to preach on Galatians chapter 5, the fruits, the, the works of the f- flesh and the fruits of the Spirit. So, man, God just absolutely, we're, we're going through the book of Galatians in our church, and just verse by verse, and uh, Chad asked me to preach this week, and I get to preach through that. And we just talked on that, I think, the last episode. So, man, uh, God's just been working on me through Galatians, through uh, hearing my pastor preach that, and That's now cool. through studying it myself, man. It's, it's exciting. Well, I just uh, don't know how Brian lists all of his sins in 160 characters. So, <laughs> Hey, trust me, I didn't even scratch the surface, brother. Um, <laughs> But, you know, Nate, one thing I love about Psalm 51, and I've preached out of Psalm 51 maybe as much as any chapter I've, I've ever preached mm. out of repeatedly. I love the fact that David was so specific. Mm. You know, it yeah. just reminds us that repentance is not a generalization of our sins. It's You're not right. that if I have sinned or if I have <clears throat> failed you, it's, Lord, you know I did this and I know yeah. I did this. Lord, you know I said that. I know I said that. You know I acted in this way. I just love how specific David was. But mm. yeah. I've been yeah. in uh, I've been in Joshua chapter one. The fact that Moses died, uh, the people were camped on the east side of the Jordan, and uh, the east side of the Jordan was not where they were supposed to be, but the east side of the Jordan was as far as Moses could lead them, and yet he allowed the people to set up camp there. So God, God took Moses' life. It was time for his his life and ministry to end. And then the word of the Lord came to Joshua and over and over again, God says to Joshua, be courageous, be Mm. of good courage. By the way, just a neat point very quickly on the east side of the Jordan. You remember Reuben and Gad wanted to stay on the east side of the Jordan. They wanted to remain there, which demonstrated the sin of lust, the sin of lukewarmness, Uh, the sin of laziness. They didn't want to fight all the battles. But then when the enemy came, the the Assyrians, they were the first to be killed because of where they were. And then here's another neat thing to think about. My dad shared this with me. When Jesus went to the land of the Gadarenes, it was named after Gad. Hmm. Well, the reason they said they wanted to stay on the east side of the Jordan was because they had cattle and it was a good land for grazing cattle. But when Jesus set the demoniac free legion, the demons went into the swine. Isn't it amazing how when we choose to stay in our sin, we always lose what's best in our lives and we end up with mm. what is repulsive and disgusting mm. to God. But good. Come on, know, man. Just, just thinking about the east side of the Jordan, the west side of the Jordan, and God raising up Joshua to champion that cause, and he said, yeah. be courageous, 
And then this is what I love. Not because you're strong, not because you're gifted, not because you're capable. Be courageous because I'm with you. And That's I'm so just good. learning that my courage is based on the fact that God is with me always, Amen. no matter what. Amen. i tell you something else I've been reading uh, here over the last few weeks. I, my kids are getting older. Nate, I know you, yours, are, yours are getting there. Brian, yours is they're moving out soon. You know, you got one married already and mm -hmm. I've been in this book and this is not a promotion of anything. And if you don't like them, I don't care, but there's this book right here called, uh, Oh, where is it? It's called, it's just a phase. Can you see it? There it is. It's called, it's just a phase. And it's actually pretty depressing when you read through it. Cause it talks about how many weeks you have with your kids from the time they're born until they're 18 mm. years old. And uh, this book right here called Don't Miss It. I talked about this on the Four Freedom podcast, but this one right here is by Reggie Joyner and Kristen Ivey. And it just talks about how we're parenting every week like it counts. And, you know, I want to... I want to make the most of the moments because they're they're fading quickly, you know. And uh, my mom, she she gave me a hug this week. She's on the she's on the chat here, but she hugged me because she's like, "Well, this may be one of the first birthdays I'm not with you, and I can't believe you're turning 39 years old." And I was like, "Man, what is that going to be like when my kids are turning 39 years old?" You know what I mean? And I, mm. my my son is moving into sixth grade this year, and I've I've been a youth pastor almost 18. Like I've been doing ministry like 18 years. I'm like. I finally got one of my kids in there and to be preaching and to see him sitting on the front row and just like taking in every word. I'm like, man, this is what I've longed for for so long. But even when he's like 18 years old, I think I have like, oh, I don't even remember how many weeks it is, but it goes through and it tells you how many weeks you've got left with it. It's something like 153 weeks left. And when you start realizing, you know, we got to make the most of every moment, it's just, it, it's sobering. It's a little bit depressing. There's a, there's an, yeah. I love when Brian does that. Last time he did that, somebody's shooting a gun outside of his building. Somebody's shooting, Brian? Are you there by yourself? Somebody's watching you on live, and they're going to come in and <laughs> bust in on you. <laughs> we were on a live video. <laughs> He's he got his a protection. Snake knife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. That's I'll so burn funny. Him, man. Um, what I love about that, but I would, I would highly recommend this book called Don't Miss It. You can find it on Amazon, and uh, they have a, uh, an exercise you can do where you can get these jars and put marbles in them, and every day or every week you take one out. I had to stop doing it because it was so daggone depressing. I was like, man, I don't want to miss yeah. it. But, you know, I just – this past Sunday we got to baptize my boy Bubba, and, uh, man, That's just awesome, what an incredible man. time. And, and I took some heat on, on Twitter from some loony, um, but he loves the, the show The Chosen. I don't know if you guys have watched The Chosen at all, but that's that – sh show good lord that show is really good and uh he bubba said you know what dad i want people to come and see i want them to come and see what god has done in my life and i i'm, I'm getting wow. in this water and cool story um nate you were in my wedding 13 years ago um you Woo. remember the song that kim walked down the aisle to it was the david crowder, david song, crowder. come come and listen and let me tell you what he's done for us. Let me tell you what good things the Lord has done. And uh, it was just a testimony that we wanted to be doing what he's what he's called us to do. We wanted to raise a family whenever that started. And if we had kids, and good Lord, did we have kids, um, you know, but we wanted to, like, <laughs> raise them to know Jesus. And 13 years later, I'm standing in a baptism with my little Bubba, and he's wanting us all to wear these shirts, come and see. And I just thought, how awesome is it to watch God's plan just 
unfold right before us, you know, because I, I see all these folks in the in the chat and those that are on the RFP fam, and there's so many stories of folks just ready to throw in the towel and quit, but man, don't give up. God is working, and he, he might be working behind the scenes, but I promise you, he is doing things you are totally unaware of, but one day you're going to benefit from. Well, you know, yeah. JC, you said a minute ago about <clears throat> discipling your kids or being the right kind of parent in front of your kids. You know, the Bible says train up a child in the way they should go. You're training them up in the way they will mm. go. That's right. Make sure you train them up in the way they should go. Uh, because mm. discipleship is happening regardless. You're either discipling your kids in a way that they will draw closer to Christ, or you dis you're discipling them in a way that they're not drawing closer to Christ, and ultimately mm. they may not even care about Christ. And so every single day, the most important people who will ever watch our ministry, they're watching us, and that's our children, that's our families. Hey, let me yeah. ask you to this, because you have older kids. Um, how has your ministry changed from when your kids were younger to where they're at now? Like, Nate, I mean, being able to see you and Austin, who's, what, 25 now, you yeah. know, at the ball game, and I was like, man, that's, like, you're just bros. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. not like, it's, it's, like, how has your ministry changed as they grow up and get opinions of their own and, and start looking at you as dad and a pastor and I don't really agree with him and like is that difficult you know it's it's different and I love each stage and each phase that they do go through but yeah we've mm. we've graduated my older daughter Elena who's 21 and Austin who's uh 24 25 it's kind of hard to keep up with him these days but uh yeah there, it's a different phase we're in right now but both of my kids this past week had a conversation with them on the phone about their stage of life. My son is, is transitioning into a new job, just graduated with his master's. And we had conversations about, you know, him wanting to move to Nashville and some of the things going on in his life. And then my daughter called me and, and she just got real with me and opened up about some things going on in her life. And I just had an opportunity to give her my perspective as a dad, yeah. as a father that loves her and tell her how proud I was of her and all the things in her life that she's doing right. We all look at our lives and think, man, I wish I was somewhere else. I wish I was a little further down the road. I'm, you know, we play the comparison game and we feel like we're a little bit behind some other people that we know. And I just yeah. was able to tell her as her father who knows her as well as anybody that there's so many things in her life that she's doing right and how proud I am of her. And we both cried on the phone and just had, I think we talked for an hour, hour and a half. And, you know, it was, it was a, one of the most, the deepest conversations I've ever had with my daughter. And it was, it was precious. And I just, I love this stage that we're in, but you know, I, I do miss the, the younger days when they were uh, your kid's age. JC and uh, seeing pictures of you guys and videos of you guys at the beach and just in, just enjoy that man soak it in every phase yeah. is awesome uh, some yeah. are easier than others and some are way more difficult but each phase is amazing and Brian's got older kids as well so he he understands yeah I think the thing I love most JC at this point is watching all of my children own their faith mm. um, all three of my mm. girls and and it's God's yeah. greatest gift to me I literally mean this. If I never preached to hundreds of people, if I never sang to all the people I've sang to, if I never had the privileges I've had and God gave me the children I have and the relationship that they have with Jesus, that's the greatest gift he's ever given me. Mm. And that one gift mm. is enough. Um, but, you know, watching them own their faith and watching them walk with Jesus and develop 
And then seeing, too, you know, that they still, just like Nathan's daughter, Elena, who I love dearly. I love that girl. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, she's uh, driven, I think, nine hours before to come stay a few days with my wife and I and our girls, and, and we treat her like one of our <laughs> own. But, you know, just watching my daughters walk with Jesus, which all yeah. three of them are, and watching all three of them love Jesus and serve Jesus and and then seeing my oldest daughter now as she's discipling her two sisters recently, giving them a mm. devotional book as they're walking through devotions together. And then recently hearing Kelsey, even when she introduces songs, the way God's given her insight mm. and wisdom into the word, you know, just really just means the world to me at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, people ask me why now I don't sing more, why I don't do this more, why I don't do that more. You know, I mean, you kid with me about being a grandpa, which I'm not even a grandpa yet. Yet. I can't <laughs> but, wait for her to have a baby. <laughs> right. But I am at the point where I'm enjoying cheering these younger people on. Yeah. And I'm enjoying seeing what God's using them to do. And I can't wait for all of them to just leave me in the dust. And I hope <laughs> when they do, I hope I'm applauding and cheering them on. Man, I want to pass the baton well. You know, that's one yeah. thing we saw in fundamentalism really broken. <clears throat> Guys don't end well. They don't let go of the baton. Mm. Goodness gracious. Instead yeah. of, you know, for thine is the kingdom, it's for mine is the kingdom. Mm. And they hold mm. on to it. and they turn Tweet a sanctu- that. Well, they turn a sanctuary into a cemetery all at the expense of their ministry and their name and their authority. But, guys, let's be honest. Let's pass the baton well. Let's want to do that. That's all. Dad gum, Brian. I'm tweeting that right now. That's good. That's good. <laughs> hey, I will he tell you. He stole your I, tweet. <laughs> no, I, I just I tweeted on the group thing. I tell you this. I, I watched I jumped on y'all's live feed Sunday and uh I just want to see what Judah Smith's sermon you're preaching. And uh I jumped on there <laughs> and uh Kelsey was singing and I was like, My goodness, she she's really good. Like she yeah, it's yeah, just so genuine. Gifted. And uh, very, very gifted there. And that's one of the episodes we're going to be talking about here in the next couple of weeks. We're going to be talking about worship. Kelsey's going to be on with us. Our worship pastor here at Connection Church, Chase Buchanan with Connection Music, is going to be on. And uh, we've got a special guest coming on the podcast. Brian, who is that? I can't Chris remember his McClarney, name. Chris McClarney, man. He's amazing. Chris McClarney. That dude has written some crazy good songs. Yes. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about worship. Not these 7-Eleven songs, not hymns, but worship. All of it is worship, right? Our Hymns God are worship. God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above. Remember that sing one? Sing it, Brian. We we literally sang that song Sunday. So you it's did? funny. Ch- no, listen, Chase Buchanan and I, we were doing a sound check for our prayer night the other night, and I said, hey, let's do a 90s hit. And I we just, we sang for an hour. It just did song after song after song. I mean, we were doing Shout to the Lord and Shine, Jesus, Shine. Yes. And, and like, I mean, we, as the dear majesty. Man. Sanctuary. As the I deer. love you, Lord. Above all. Oh, dude, testify to love. I mean, we were pouring up basics in life. We were going to town on these 90s songs. And then Sunday, <laughs> I walk in, and it was just a, a, a it wasn't on the schedule it was just the end of a song and he went our god is an awesome and i was like i'm sitting Dude. in the back of the room and he just looks at me and winks i was like he did it that's incredible <laughs> oh goodness so we're gonna be talking about worship coming up here in just a few weeks we're also going to be touching on the subject of alcohol we're going to kind of that's a two-parter we're going to give you our stance how we 
got to that stance. And then the second part, uh, we're actually bringing on some buddies, Michael, that was at the Braves game. They have a podcast called Beer and Bible, where they drink beer and they talk about the Bible. And uh, obviously they are pro-alcohol, and we're going to come on and talk to them about their stance. And uh, that'll be two really good episodes there. We're going to go back to dress code and uh, talk about talk about standards of dress and things like that because these guys seem to love to preach about women's dress. And then we're going to hit on porn and sexual purity. Um, mm. If there's one thing that men, pastors, women, people are becoming statistics on daily, it is the area of sexual purity and porn. Yes. And uh, we got a buddy of mine from college days, Billy Mills. He's with the Triple X Church. Proverbs Triple X Church or Triple X Church? Uh, crap, I don't remember honestly what the what the <laughs> title is, but he uh, he's coming on and he's going to be talking about um, you know just this whole area of porn and how it's affecting men and women and students and uh, sexual purity. So those are four upcoming episodes that we're going to be recording here in uh, the next few weeks. And uh, guys, I I've actually enjoyed doing this live. It's kind of kind of cool. I didn't think we you know could what do I'm it. Gonna to be honest enjoy? with you. Not I'm going to enjoy not editing this. It's just going like it is. And, and I don't know how well it's going to come across in the podcast episode on the, on the actual podcast app. But uh, I, I've really enjoyed seeing the comments. And I think a few of the people that are watching are enjoying it. So it's, it's been fun. Yeah. I mean, we've made it a whole podcast, and Brian hasn't cussed once. This is a miracle. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Lord. That was my prayer before we came I haven't been flipped <laughs> off oh, yet. Yeah, I don't know what to do. Oh, we got to stop the video <laughs> so I can get flipped off so my night's complete. So I'm kidding. Oh, whatever. <laughs> That's how Brian tells me he loves me. I get the international sign of displeasure. I'm kidding, Brian. I love you, too. <laughs> I love you, I'm too. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I've been, I've been driving since before daylight. I'm tired. I love the we'll RFP fam, but man, I think we need to announce our free life soap advertisement <laughs> and let me say and be sweet and let's call this thing a wrap. All right, let's go. we'll do it. Be sure to check out the re no, we can't do free life soap yet. We can't. Why not? We've what got we to, have to thank do? the patrons of Patreon. Yes, we these do. These folks, these incredible folks that are pouring in the millions of dollars every week that are keeping our <laughs> lights on at the house that are keeping gas going that keeps the gas coming in our truck. We're not getting rich off this, but these folks are actually doing some incredible work because they're helping us continue to, it, it costs to keep the website up. This program yeah. that we're using tonight to come live on here, our merch store, um, Shipping and handling, we don't charge for that. Um, there's so much, so and many Georgia, little things. Hey, the Georgia meetup is a big thing that they're helping take care of because that's free the of charge. The whole thing. It is yeah. absolutely free of charge. And so our patrons of Patreon are paying for the meetup. And in fact, yeah. if you become a patron, there is a code on there that our patrons are all coming for free. And, well, wait a second. That's kind of an oxymoron. We said they're paying for it, but they're coming for free. It's like... We're not. We're live right now, so here we go. It's an Thanks for paying for your way. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Math Steve's going to have fun with that. <laughs> no, I wish I hoped she were graduate. That lady in the chat was my teacher. Um, but uh, our, our patrons are coming for free, and uh, we can't wait to meet these folks. And, you know, there's a lot of things in there that – that are behind the scenes that you guys don't get to see that help keep this ministry going. And we are so thankful for all of you patrons for uh, supporting us every month. And uh, it's good. You're buying Brian's protective knife collection. And, uh, man, it's, it's, <laughs> it's good. 
I don't know where we're going. We do want to thank Free Life Soap for uh, giving us free soap every once in a while. And uh, go to the recoveringfundamentalist.org, click on the Free Life Soap tab, use your promo code RFP, and get 20% off of your order. And while you're there, click on one of the meetup tabs and reserve your spot. We are capping the South meetup here in Statesboro, Georgia. We're capping that at 100 people. And so you need to jump on that, and uh, it'll be good. Anything in the chat that we need to do? <laughs> My mom said Calvin. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Be sweet. I think we're good, man. There's too Be many sweet. things going there he on. Goes. There, man. He's ready to get off of he's here. He's ready Be to sweet. go. Brian, everybody we can't leave until I say until I Brian, say my every, line. Everybody thought you went to the bathroom a minute ago. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> he he, he said get, he'd been he sitting in the car knife. for 13 hours. So. <laughs> Be sweet. <laughs> You're like my son. He he was sleepwalking the other day and peed in the dresser. <laughs> thought it was the toilet. Oh, oh man, I've got some stories on that, but I'll save it for another time. I was Brian, an epic sleepwalker. Were you really? Yes. Be That's sweet. Funny. Can I tell you a story about a guy? And I'm just kidding. I wanted to keep. This is so much fun. I don't want it to end. Hey, he didn't get to say "be sweet" last week, so he's making up for he it this said week. It all Dudley, time here. Dudley stole it from him. He sure uh, did. You know, this sucker. is two weeks in a row. I haven't got to say "let's go." Ooh. I'll hey, let's go. I listen, said it. Listen, this episode. No, no, no. Listen, we got to talk about this. We got tagged in a picture on the RFP fam today of the one dude that bought that incredible T-shirt. Oh, my goodness. That came, Our awesome T-shirt. actually wore that out in public. Oh, they're like, get your knife. Get your knife. Brian's bad done. Boys, He's leaving. <laughs> Brian, He's Brian's removing the headphones. He's hearing things. <laughs> All right, He's waving. All right, sweet. guys. I guess I'm going to have to say week. it. RFP be fam, sweet. we love you. Y'all be sure be to check sweet. us out. On peace. I don't know how to quit. All right, we're peace. out of here. Bye, guys. <laughs> Are we dead? I think Are we're we done. Off? Thanks for listening to the Recovering Fundamentalist podcast. Be sure to stop by our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Give us a follow. Also, go to our website, recoveringfundamentalist.org. That's recoveringfundamentalist.org. There you can find Recovering Fundamentalist swag. You can get your T-shirts and hats. You can join our ex fundy community. See where we're going to be having some meetups. It's the recoveringfundamentalist.org. Be sure to join us next time for the Recovering Fundamentalist podcast.